We acknowledge that Spruce Grove Public Library sits on Treaty 6 territory and expresses gratitude and respect for the land we use with the pledge that this organization will actively work to end systematic racism, continue to participate in truth and reconciliation, and partner with our neighbors First Nations, Alexander Cree, Alexis Nakota Sioux, Enoch Cree, and Paul, to improve indigenous programming, services, and resources in our community. We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. How are you? Tired. How are you? I'm feeling pretty um, pumped, actually. I just had a story time, and we had 33 kids. Oh, my gosh. It was all about sharks, and we all danced to Baby Shark, even the mums and the grandmas. That song. <laughs> <laughs> it was like being in a nightclub, you know, when like your favourite jam comes on, you're like, oh, I love this song. So when, when the first notes came on, all the kids were like, oh, Baby Shark, and they all got up. And it just reminded me of like Little Kitty Nightclub. That's my jam, yo! Oh my gosh. And now I'm picturing like, you know, kids in diapers at nightclubs. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. this is my song! Let's go! Turn it up! Turn it up! <laughs> <laughs> look, look what you created. <laughs> Baby Rangers. And they've all got their like bottles in their mouths. I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that image will remain in my head for the rest of the day. Okay, good. So glad. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. So, should we. Go right into housekeeping. Let's do it. Housekeeping! Lots for March. Yay. We have a brand spanking new community craft for March. Leprechaun Trap Garden. Now, I'm very excited about this because I helped the amazing Sonia with this by 3D printing gold coins and shamrocks. You'll find those in the kit along with everything else you need to make your very own leprechaun trap. So walk me through this one. You kind of set up a trap to catch a leprechaun is what you're doing? Like, yes. Look at this cute rainbow-filled gloriousness. Mm-hmm. Sit there, and then we're going to catch you? Yeah, and then oh. once you catch the leprechaun, he has to give you all his gold. Iris has explained this to me. So. Oh, okay, good, because I, I, I'd have been lost, so I'm mm-hmm. glad she's uh, shared her knowledge. And, you know, it also makes for just an attractive piece on your desk or your shelf. Get them before they've gone. Yeah, Sonia's just making a few more because most of them are gone. So if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still have a bit of time, though. It's okay. Yes. Next, we have International Women's Day, which is today. Today. That, that we're Woo! recording. Woohoo! It's a very special day. We've uh, partnered with our awesome friends at Ryu Senchi Judo Club. So they are going to host a self-defense class for women. Not our Teresa, another fabulous Teresa, mm-hmm. is going to be hosting a women's self-defense session. So you can register for that. Registration is online. It's taking place Saturday, uh, March 12th from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. So are there still spots available? There are still some spots available. So get them with a hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people can register um, at our website, right? Mm-hmm. SGPL.ca. Absolutely. There's a beautiful banner there. It's like... 
I'm saying gold because I'm like, it's just. It is gold. It's gold. And it's fabulous. So you can just click on that link and uh, register. And continuing with the International Women's Day theme, big shout out to all the women out there. We have a contest. Last last month for Black History Month, we had some beautiful Barbie dolls that you could win. were based on Maya Angelou and Ella Fitzgerald. And this month for International Women's Day, we have a Susan B. Anthony and a Helen Keller doll. To win those, we have a trivia contest that, again, you can find on our website. And if you're listening to this, you're going to be hearing the answers. Get a pen and paper. Here we go. Question one is D. Two is B. Three is B. Four, C. And five, B. So best of luck. Get your entries in and you could be the proud owner of these beautiful dolls. Uh, So next we have the Ukrainian Pioneer Easter program, which is virtual. It's in partnership with Ukrainian Cultural Heritage Village, which is also a banner on our fabulous website. It's red, so you can't miss it. Mm. There's Pasenki, beautiful Easter eggs there. Seriously can't miss it. So register for that. So this program will be taking place Friday, April 1st from 1 to 1.45 p.m. So register for that. It's recommended for grades 1 to 6. Uh, But of course, all ages are welcome. So next we have a new theme for Adult Virtual Reading Club, because your theme was last month. Yes. And now it's my turn. Yay! Yay! (laughs) What is your theme? My theme is Around the World in 80 or More Books. Oh, very clever. I love it. It's kind of basically a very strong nod to like that armchair travel, Mm -hmm. because we still can't go anywhere. Well, quite yet. I mean, things are slowly. Slowly, yeah. But if you really want to learn more about other cultures and other countries, you can do it from the comfort of your home. Some returning favourites are back. (laughs) Coffee and Cards is back. Every Tuesday following, from 1 to 3pm, enjoy coffee and a game of cards while you socialise with members of the community. Like I say, it's Tuesday from 1 to 3 So it's aimed towards seniors, ages 65 plus, but of course, if you really enjoy coffee and cards, then feel free to come in and check it out as well. And (laughs) the Walking Book Club is back. Uh, So it started last week, but every Wednesday moving forward from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., you can meet at the library, go for a walk with our fabulous Teresa, and talk about books, life, books, don't have to talk about books, but... I'm sure she's organized a fabulous program for everyone that wants to attend that. Yes, even if you haven't read a book, just come and go for a nice walk. So our Trex exhibit is up. Thank you very much. Big shout out to Allison and uh, Marion for helping me put up those pictures. Luckily, they weren't that heavy, so it was pretty easy. Uh, Mm -hmm. But you can head over to our community corner, which is by the fireplace there and the seed library, and take a look at the new exhibit we got there it's called glimpse mm-hmm. uh by gabrielle lucier and it's here from march 3rd to the 30th so go check it out it's a very powerful exhibit i think and for this month because we're not done yet folks we still have got a little bit more like i said lots is happening so we have two sessions from the alberta securities commission uh this month alone we have one on um, wednesday march 16th which is recognize and avoid investment scams This Mm. is the series where I know nothing about, so please come and learn, because I have no idea when it comes to investments. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of shady people out there trying to scam you. Oh, yeah. They will not stop and hesitate to take your money. 
And then another session will be on Wednesday, March 30th, and that's the do-it-yourself investing, understanding the fundamentals of investing on your own. Which, once again, know nothing about. So come and learn from the Alberta Securities Commission. And so session mm-hmm. two is next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And session three, Wednesday, March 30th. End of the month. Yep. Virtual, online, register, online. Cool. What's happening in Spruce Grove? What is happening in Spruce Grove? Well, it looks like quite a few things. Parkland County Libraries are once again killing it. Killing it. Snooping. Just snooping. You're like Snoop Dogg. Just snooping. Just snooping. But these two really caught my eye, so you've got to tell our lovely listeners all about these. Okay. Artifact Detective at Entwistle Library. Learn and discover unique artifacts using literature and clues. Oh, I like a good mystery. Brought to you in partnership with the Tipple Park Museum and Parkland County Libraries. So if you visit pclibraries.ca slash programs, you will find programs for winter 2022. And there is the registration form. So click on that, sign up, or you can call the museum, the Tipple Park Museum, 780-727-2240, or the library at 780-727-6666. And that will be taking place on Saturday, March 12th, from 11 till noon, ages 8 to 14. For the teens, they have Teen Lit Loot. Register for a monthly bag filled with YA, young adult, books, crafts, snacks, and special surprises. That's for ages 13 to 19. They don't have an official time for that yet. It's to be announced. But we will let you know as soon as that starts going. And, of course, something for the adults. Cyber Safety Essentials. Simple things you can do to protect your online safety at home, at work, and on the go. That will be held at Entwistle Public Library on Thursday, March 24th from 5.30 to 7. You can register online at pclibraries.ca or contact the library at entwistlelibrary at pclibraries.ca or just give them a ring at 780-727-6666. City Centre Snow Removal has begun today. If you visit sprucegrove.org slash services, you'll find snow removal, and it has a map of where snow removal will be taking place. White signs will be posted in the areas indicating the date, 48 hours in advance, Go there to see where the snow is going to be removed in your area. Dreaded tax season is upon us. But never fear, Spruce Grove FCSS is here to help. They are proud to partner with Canada Revenue Agency's Community Volunteer Income Tax Program. CVITP. Our CVITP volunteers help low-income individuals and families who reside in Spruce Grove or Parkland File simple tax returns at no cost. Oh, this is really great because that can be very stressful trying to mm-hmm. file your taxes. The CVITP is available to any eligible taxpayer with a simple tax situation. This may include low-income individuals, uh, including social assistance or age recipients, newcomers to Canada, seniors, students, and persons with disabilities. Visit uh, sprucegrove.org community slash resources and you'll find all the information on getting help with your taxes 
Thank you so much, FCSS and Canada Revenue Agency. What's this? <laughs> Do you like in the script? I was just like, free sand! <laughs> free sand! So, Spruce Grove residents can now help themselves to free sand, which is located in a bin at the Public Works Building at 21 Century Close. Please bring your own bucket and self-serve. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I wish I could take a bucket on the bus and bring it home with me, because <laughs> it's very icy around where I live. The bin will remain on site for the remainder of the winter season. For more details about snow and ice control in Spruce Grove, visit sprucegrove.org slash snow. And if it's our winters, that'll be until May. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> just before summer, they'll be... <laughs> hey, sandcastles, if, you did, if it's still out there. <laughs> I, when I saw free sand, that is kind of what I thought. Me too. Sandcastles and like beach on my driveway. Yeah, I can't go anywhere. Sit in a lawn chair <laughs> and put your feet in the sand. Yep. I mean, I mean, you could do that if you wanted. It it doesn't say, you know, what you have to do with the sand that you get. So yeah, it doesn't say for icy walks. So I mean, if you wanted to build a sandcastle or have your own beach, <laughs> go to town. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. On to on to what you reading. Or watching, or listening, or playing. Okay, I have three for playing. I started a game on my Xbox called Slay Away Camp. Basically, the characters are blocky like um, Minecraft characters, but it's the theme is you're in a video store and you're renting out horror movies, like 80s slasher movies, kind of in the theme of Friday the 13th and Halloween. And you're getting to act out the different scenes. So there's all these characters. There's Skullface, Skullface's mom, um, Krampus, and a bunch of other ones. And it's a puzzle game where you have a certain amount of moves that you can use to try and kill the unsuspecting people of the town. And if you run out of moves, you get arrested by the police. And uh, it sounds quite grisly, but it's actually really pretty cute. Like I say, they're all blocks. So um, top of the block gets chopped off and their little eyes turn into crosses and there's blood. But it's all just bright, colourful fun. Nothing scary about it. And I just love it. And you get um, all the horror movie tropes, like the teens who are supposed to be keeping watch at the campground and they're just smoking and drinking so obviously you're gonna get chopped up because that's how these movies work and then um playing the mum of Skullface is like um friday the 13th where jason's mum comes back to kill the residents so you play this little old lady with nice glasses and big gray hair and a knife and she just chops everyone up it's really really fun i'm just obsessed with it and there's a bunch of movies. Every time you complete one, another one shows up on the shelf of the video store. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so that's been my um, obsession for the past couple of days. For books, I read The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. Have you read that? Not yet. It's on my list. Okay. So the story is about four American Indian men from the Blackfeet Nation who were childhood friends and they went hunting in um, a part of the forest they weren't supposed to and they did um, an elk hunt but something was strange about the elk that was killed 
they shot it a few times and it kept getting back up and eventually they killed it and there was a little baby elk inside and the baby elk um was just about to be born it was very sad and then years later the entity of the elk that was killed comes back to hunt them down and haunt them killing them their friends and their family i really liked it it was very creepy had a lot of really good plot twists. There's one part in particular with um, one of the friends and his wife. It just had me, like, my jaw hit the floor. <laughs> what happened? The only thing I didn't really like was basketball was kind of a background to it because some of the characters would play basketball and there'd be whole chapters where it would kind of be symbolism of a game of basketball, kind of to how they were talking and interacting, the way they were moving around was like a basketball game. And so the author would describe all these moves and stuff. And and that lost my interest a bit because I'm not a sporty person. But there was only a couple of parts like that. The rest of it, it was chilling and supernatural, scary. And I think you'd really like it. Sounds like I would, so I'll have Mm -hmm. to add that to my list. Thank you. Okay, finally, watching. I'm very excited about this. I have been watching the new series of Picard. Who's Picard? You hit me. <laughs> I'm sure I get hit. I'm going to add a hit sound effect. So if you want to say ow. Okay. Ow. Sorry, but what, what kind of question is that? Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Starship Enterprise, legend in Starfleet. Star Trek. I'm so Star Patrick Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> I'm so Star Wars. Oh I'm going to get smack again. <laughs> Even louder smacks now. Oh my gosh. So this show is about Captain Picard, who was the captain in Star Trek, the next generation and amazing man. Uh, His life after he left the Enterprise, he's now a kind of retired, but he's brought back into the fold. And one of the classic Star Trek enemies, the Borg, are taking center stage in this season. The first season of Picard was good, but it was a little bumpy. But this one, I've only seen the first episode and right out the gate, it's mind-blowing. It's so good. And it's great for nostalgia. You get Q. Anyone listening who knows Star Trek knows who Q is. I'll explain to Courtney after who Q is. Guinan. <laughs> uh, you'll ask me. <laughs> and the Borg Queen. And she looks badass. Yeah, I, I just love it. And Patrick Stewart, I hope he's around forever because he's amazing. So, yeah, any Star Trek fans, if you didn't know, Picard is back on Crave. I'm sure in a few months the DVDs will be coming out, and, of course, we will be getting those right to our shelves. And Slayaway Camp, honestly, first thing when I saw Slayaway, I'm like, RuPaul. (laughs) It was like a a drag queen video game. Well, that would be even better, a drag queen. Slay. Yeah. Just choo-choo. But I thought it was like a drag queen, like they were all at a camp and they had to like train or something like that. So I should tell RuPaul. Oh, yeah, it wasn't quite that. No, but... not. <laughs> I'm so wrong. <laughs> but your version was way better. I still still like that. That I'd play that. I'd, I'd play both versions, to be honest. <laughs> so RuPaul, if you're listening, mm-hmm. you should really get on that. Yeah. And call it Slay Away Camp. <laughs> Slay Away. Exactly. Just to differentiate a little bit from the game you played. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you have an amazing collection. Mm-hmm. A lot of the books you've talked about I have on hold currently. 
So, <laughs> Well, I've got to put some of your suggestions on hold, too, because they are amazing. But, uh, yeah, just to kind of keep up with the fashion of... Uh, I do read a lot, so I'll try to keep it sweet and simple so people aren't going, oh my gosh, (laughs) this episode just doesn't stop. Uh, So first one, we're going to start with reading, obviously. (laughs) Oh, I'll let you say that one. Yeah, I've been kind of just feeling this lately, but it's the (laughs) it diet, eating should be easy and tired and tired as (laughs) burnout at the hands of diet. Uh, Self-Help and Hustle Culture by Caroline Dooner. So there are two books written by her. Okay. And I found them funny. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of scientific and psychological explanations to it. She Mm -hmm. had her personal account stories for it. And all I could get out of it was like the struggle is real. (laughs) Like (laughs) it just goes into the like diet culture and how exhausting it is. And it is. It really is. And it's stupid. And just like... Ugh, it's called money grab. Yeah, it really is. And like how she went through like and did all the diets to lose weight because she was in the performing arts and just like so unhealthy. And it was just like, I'm exhausted reading this book. So took a few things away from that just to kind of, you know, like listen to your body more, you know, like you get these people that will eat like an almond and then go run on the treadmill for six hours. And it's like, no, like you should be eating so that you can feel your body to exercise mm-hmm. so that your body and like eating you know, throughout the day, I'm the worst of this. I eat like nothing. And mm-hmm. then at night I'm like, okay, now I should catch up on my food. And it's yep. like, no, you should be eating little bits throughout mm-hmm. the right. So my, my metabolism shot. Yeah. Listening to your body, like you said. Yeah. So that was a good read. Um, both of those. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. I've got a uh, YA novels called mm-hmm. We Set the Dark on Fire. Ooh, I like that title. Right. And the cover is beautiful. It's like kind of all black, but then it's got like a little cutouts of color. I'm like, mm-hmm. So of course, you know, right away I'm like pretty cover sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Taylor K. Mejia or it's Mejia because it's it's a kind of a Spanish. I'm not sure if the J's or H's. So I sincerely apologize. But this book was really good. I liked it. It's about um, the Medio School for Girls, which is a distinguished young. Women are trained for two roles in their polarized society, which already I'm like, so you only get two roles being a female. That's it? Yep, this is what you get. So depending on your specialization, so what you're good at, you can graduate to be um, either your husband's, like help run your husband's household or raise the children. (laughs) That's all you get. But you get a promised life of comfort and luxury. This is appropriate for International Women's Day. It truly is. And then it goes into an amazing story about Daniela, but like my kind of takeaways, it's got a little bit of forbidden love. Mm-hmm. There's a male-dominated society. Mm-hmm. It's got some LGBTQ2+, um, so highlights both queer and Latinx representations, which is great. And it's dystopian, so oh. right as soon as you're dystopian, you're like, hi! <laughs> so it's, it's a really good like all-around mix of those, um, those themes. And then I just finished this one. It's In the Ravenous Dark by Adrienne Strickland. Uh, so this one was really cool. It follows um, a pansexual blood mage who's hiding to avoid being bound to an undead spirit. Right? Like dark. Mm-hmm. So she accidentally is discovered and brought to the palace where she plans to escape and um, escape the grasp of the kingdom. So yeah, YA novel. That was really good. I felt like all of my covers were like dark. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, look at all these dark covers. So that was a really good YA read. Um, and then I was listening to Atomic Habits 
an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones by James Clear. So I haven't finished that quite, quite yet uh, because my CD player and my car, oh my gosh, people are going to judge me. Because they're like, you lost to CDs in your car? What is wrong with you? You still have CDs? Yes, retro, you old school. <sighs> yes. My CD player kind of just stopped working. So maybe this is the futuristic gods being like, stop CDs. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Who uses CDs anymore? But is it a good book from what you've heard? From what I've heard, yes. It's lots of research was done into it. It kind of talks about scientific and human psychology. So it refers to a lot of behavior Um like B.F. Skinner's, like that's one with the drooling dogs, mm-hmm. like Pav- and Pavlov's dogs too, like all those. So that's really good. But it's about productivity and how you build small habits that will eventually lead to like what you want. So, you know, you don't just like, because our culture too is very like instant gratification. Yes. I worked out, <laughs> sometimes I find myself like this. I went on the treadmill once. Why am I not skinny? Once. <laughs> that was it. Not do little steps that you can maintain through your entire life that lead to your overall goal, whether it's like health, weight, like more productive mm-hmm. or like just healthier habits in general. So, so far it's been really good. That's awesome. I enjoyed it. Watching. <laughs> this has been my life for the last, I feel like two weeks. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh, I'm so shocked. Right. I've been watching Encanto. And eating burritos. Every weekend, they're like, how was your weekend? I'm like, amazing. I watched Encanto and ate burritos. You are just living the life. It's the closest I'm going to get to, like, Colombia or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will take it. Which is basically Tex-Mex and Disney representing Colombia. So it's like the worst I could do, but honestly. Um, and then I did watch Inventing Anna on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have you seen I haven't it? yet. Is it good? She drives me insane. So it's about that German heiress who's not really a German mm. heiress, but she fools like all these like incredibly wealthy people in New York that she is this German heiress. Yep. I wanted to strangle her. Just the the mm, the privilege of this person. Like, oh, don't you know who I am? Like, I, I won't accept this. Like in her German accent. That was mm-hmm. a terrible German accent. Sorry, German people. That's not how you speak. But it was just hers. And I was like, Argh! So I was, I just was sitting there the whole time. Barb recommended it, actually. Oh. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. I've never been so enraged in my life. She's just, <laughs> but based on a true-ish scenario with, of course, a little Netflix spice to make it more, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, so it was good, but infuriating. If, <laughs> that, that's my, that's my review. <laughs> and then I just watched this weekend, The Green Knight. Have you heard of that? I have heard of it. What a trip, man. So it's based on the timeless Arthurian legend off of a 14th century poem by somebody. And honestly, the whole time, because it's based off of poetry, it's very like loose. Like it's kind of like the whole time I'm like, did that just happen? What just happened? (laughs) What did, is that a symbol for something? Because it's, you know, there's more to it than just meets the eye. So it was kind of a nice refreshing, like it wasn't very strict in its timeline, but, um, Let's just say it's uh, tricked famous authors like Tolkien and C.S. Lewis are like, what is this poem? So someone took a what what the F poem and made a film out of it. That's really cool. So <laughs> if you don't mind <laughs> just not knowing what's going on and just enjoying being in the moment of, I believe it's King Arthur's nephew, mm-hmm. Gawain, I think is his name. But some people in the film pronounce it R in it. So they're like Garwin. And I'm like, I'll let that slide because as soon as I... 
<sighs> watch anything about historical fiction and it's more on the fiction than the historical i'm like that's not accurate <laughs> that didn't happen you made that up and it's like it's fiction Courtney. calm down <laughs> like i know but they're basing it off of something that's based off of history and that's not right so yeah so that's why i don't like historical fiction too much because i'm always like ah that's not accurate and they're like no kidding that's why there's a fiction <laughs> it's not historical historical it's so that's what I've been doing. But if anyone has any other recommendations, please let, please, like, let us know. Because there's so much. Out. Yes, we would love to add to our to be read, to be watched, to be played list. Mm-hmm. Email us at behindthestats at sgpl.ca. Okay. So our theme is spring and St. Patrick's. And we are going to go right into the fun with some hilarious St. Patrick's Day lunchbox jokes. You'll be doubling over with laughter. So we found some good ones or some jokes. There's, there's so many of them. What kind of spells do leprechauns use? Lucky charms. What do you call a frog that jumped into a pot of gold? A leprechaun. Why do leprechauns hate running? They'd rather jig than jog. Why do leprechauns love to garden? They have green thumbs. Courtney. No. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) What do you call a leprechaun prank? I don't know what. A Saint Pat trick. (laughs) Sitcom laugh. (laughs) Yuck, yuck, yuck. Okay, we'll do one more. Okay, (laughs) pick your favourite. Oh. I can relate to this one. Why shouldn't you borrow money from Leprechaun? Because they're always a little short. But I'm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Being short myself, that hits close to home. Oh, shout out to all the amazing short people. <laughs> there are so many amazing short people. In my head, my, right in my head, I was like, Danielle, be in some. <laughs> I feel so bad. I should. Like we are the only short people that you know. Ah, oh, that's so untrue. <laughs> You're my favourite. How about that? Yay! Ah. <laughs> um. <laughs> These are always fun because I'm. It makes me question fun facts about St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, then why is it what it is now if the history is so like opposite of what we're doing? I think people have just turned it into a chance to get drunk. Off green beer and party. Yeah, yeah, I think so because um, that's all I see is partying. But some of these facts, I'm like, like if we go down into it, like I, I, I know there's snakes. Yes. Okay, here are top facts about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, okay. exactly. Some river dancing music or something. Okay, let's see. St. Patrick was not Irish. What? What? Ireland's patron saint was in fact from Wales. The shamrock was originally a teaching tool. St. Patrick is said to have used the three-leaved plant to explain the Holy Trinity to the pagan Irish. This is not necessarily true, but a nice sentiment regardless. The first St. Patrick's Day parade took place in New York in the 1760s. It's funny it didn't take place in Ireland. Well, that's just it. Like, a lot of these things, like St. Patrick's not Irish, the first parade was not in Ireland. They didn't even, green's not even a thing. Look, look at the next one. What's the next? Oh, wear blue on St. Patrick's Day. It's not even green. For many years, blue was the colour most often associated with St. Patrick. Green was considered unlucky. St. Patrick's blue was considered symbolic of Ireland for many centuries, and the Irish presidential standard is still blue. 
So why? <laughs> I have so many whys about this holiday now because I'm like, why? Why? Why green then? Why green? Why Ireland? Why like? <laughs> I like <laughs> the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade. <laughs> um, just seventy-seven feet. The distance between two pubs, the Way in and the Lee Valley, and that was in Dripsy in County Cork in Ireland. And the first day of spring is March twentieth. It was looking forward to that and to see if there's still snow on the ground. We should take a vote. I think um, the snow should just magically disappear as soon as March 20th hits. Uh, yeah, like pack it up. Everything just melt. Done. Yeah, we we don't guarantee it, but that might happen. It might be like the end of Frozen when um, all the land turns green. So just call up Elsa. Just like, Elsa, I know one. Elsa, come on down. and Yeah, we'll just get Elsa to stand and wave her hands around. So if it does happen, you can thank Behind the Stacks for getting rid of the snow. We have connections. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, we never promised anything. That's right. Yeah, don't come crying to us. We yeah, do don't anything. come crying to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would like to be a special guest, or you have any questions, concerns, or any great episode ideas, you can send them to us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. That is it for us. But tune in next time for another exciting episode of Behind the Stacks. Bye. Bye.